Hey everybody, this is Diane. And this is Kate. And welcome to ArtWise. Alright guys, so today we have another guest on the podcast. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Welcome! <laughs> Uh, her name is Shy. Uh, her her Instagram and all that fun stuff is Shy's Art Studio, and um, I'll I'll let you know her. Go ahead and tell you what she's all about. Hello. Um, like she said, my name is Shy. Um, my business is called Shy's Art Studio. Um, I am mostly a watercolor artist, but I also do gouache and acrylics, but I think I kind of specialize in watercolor. Um, I run an Etsy shop where I offer prints and stickers and cards, and I do custom portraits, pet portraits, and landscapes for people. And I have a small YouTube channel, um, and I used to do shows before COVID, so, uh, like, you know, vendor shows and stuff like that, but I have not done any in a long time, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm all about, I guess. <laughs> that's awesome. I was actually supposed to do my first show this year, and it got canceled. <laughs> yeah I I designed like a whole poster for it and then like as soon as I finished it it was announced that it got canceled so yeah I was supposed to do Tampa Bay comic-con oh that would have been fun yeah they're still doing some shows but like I just don't feel safe because it's gonna be outside you know people aren't gonna like wear masks and like come inside your booth and I don't know freaks Mm -hmm. me out I'm gonna like not do anything for a while (laughs) yeah absolutely uh Tampa Bay comic-con is it's the only show that I've ever tried to do but uh they actually um right before it happened um I don't know if um anyone listening is familiar with like the situation in Florida but we're pretty much um back to normal for not really any reason other than I think people just got bored of being in a pandemic so they decided it wasn't happening anymore and um so there there really isn't like any sort of like regulations that are being mandated um so when comic-con was supposed to happen they were like hey just so you know like we're doing all these safety regulations among other things but we're still we're still gonna have uh the convention and that's when I'm like emailed them and I was like hey I don't want to do this I'm kind of nervous and I really don't want to get sick so it's <laughs> crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's ridiculous here so I don't I don't blame you for not wanting to do that I probably don't think I'd be comfortable f- <laughs> until like a vaccine is released doing anything like that again at least for a while has COVID affected your business significantly shy Oh, yeah, definitely. I used to get orders maybe like four times a month, and I used to get commissions quite a bit, but Mm -hmm. I've been really slow. Um, I've had a few. uh, A friend of mine who's ordered for me before ordered a thing, and I actually had another person reach out to me and wanted a cover art for their podcast, so that's kind of funny. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm on a podcast and I've never I've never done a podcast before, but I was like, oh, that's cool. So I did that for him and yeah, it's been it's been very slow. A little here and there, which sucks mm-hmm. because Christmas time and I usually save up my money for gifts and stuff like that. And yeah, hopefully it picks back up around the holidays because a lot of people want their pet painted you know as gifts or like their families like family portraits so hopefully that picks up Uh, I'm gonna try to advertise that as much as possible but we'll see Mm -hmm. a lot of people right now aren't spending money on art because of COVID it's kind of like a last you know last thing that they want to spend their money on yeah yeah it's definitely rough for sure everybody's probably like it's it's I think it's mainly like the uncertainty like of not knowing you know you know what I mean like not knowing what's yeah 
Yeah. I Throughout, like, the whole pandemic, like, I feel like everybody's just worried about, like, being let go. I think people are just trying to save money, but uh, hopefully with the holidays, things things are looking better. I mean, a lot of places are, are starting to get back to normal. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, I hope so. Um, I actually went to uh, Disney Springs on Sunday, and it was packed like I left we left really early yeah we were there just to get uh Christmas presents I'm trying to get it out of the way so that way I'm not in the stores in December because that's gonna be crazy but yeah it was it was crazy you wouldn't think that that would be they they said they're only letting in 25 percent but it felt like it was full like it was nuts Yeah, it's, yeah, even in, like, a pretty liberal state like Colorado, it seems like people are out and about and they just don't care, which is really, really bad. (laughs) Yeah, like, I get it. You still have to, like, live and, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to, like, get depressed and do nothing and not be around people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely say living in Florida, um, at least 50% of everybody that I know has at one point had it already. So that's crazy. Yeah, I it's insane. Um, I was supposed to go to an engagement party next weekend, and it got canceled because uh, both uh, people tested positive for corona yesterday oh my god yeah it's it's insane (laughs) that's that is insane i haven't gotten tested yet i've we've barely been in i mean we go to the grocery store and like the mall seldomly but we're like not around people so Mm -hmm. because i'm new to florida (laughs) i don't really know anybody yeah i don't i haven't really gone out either Mm. so i have a question about um your Etsy actually because we haven't had any artists that run like their own their own business um through Etsy on the podcast yet um so I have some questions about that if you're down to answer my questions sure (laughs) no problem uh so um when it comes to like your stickers and prints, uh, how do you how do you like produce those? Do you do them yourself or do you buy from like a like a third party? Good question. So um, I actually have a really amazing printer. It's the Canon Pixma Pro 100, and in my opinion, it's the best printer you can buy. Uh, it's photo quality, so it can and it can print out giant like photos like it can fit really big paper and it's really big but I got that for Christmas um from my mother-in-law because uh we needed a new printer anyways and we had requested it um from her uh it's kind of pricey but if you were going to have a like a business like I'm running it's it's really worth it because you can do a number of things so my stickers I have a Cricut also that I use um I don't think it's one of the fancy fancy ones that you can get that like cuts wood and metal and stuff it's just like a basic like paper Cricut so yeah I (laughs) I think I have that one too I I have to look at the box I'm not too Cricut savvy but I I can work it a little bit Mine's just like the, the basic one. <laughs> yeah, crickets are cool. Um, I would like, I have outsourced um, certain things um, and I really like the website Sticker Mule. Um, so I've, and uh, moo.com is really good for, I get my business cards for them, from them. So certain things I'll get um, made if I, uh, like, my holiday postcards that I had, they had, like, pumpkins on them I made from moo.com, and if I'm, like, preparing for a big show, I'll, um, you know, get stuff from websites, but mostly it's a lot cheaper to just make them yourself. That's really cool. I was just wondering, because I I was gonna try and uh, start my own business and do that, so I bought a Cricut and I don't have a printer right now, but I need a new one. So I'm going to look into what you were talking about, if it's good. Um, but yeah, then I I don't know. Stuff. I also like to make shirts because um, I used to work at a custom t-shirt shop. 
and we had a vinyl plotter and I missed it so much because I really like um, weeding. I don't know. Have you used your Cricut for anything uh, vinyl yet? I have not. I'm not too familiar with that. Um, I need to play around with my Cricut some more. <laughs> yeah. So you can actually, uh, if, if you um, ever like make vector art, it can like cut out the whatever you make. Um and you can make shirts with it. And I just kind of wanted something that could do that after I left my last job because I really missed uh, weeding vinyl. It's really relaxing where you just, you, you basically like peel the negative space off the material. Yeah, oh, sounds satisfying. Yeah. So I'm, a lot of people hate it because it's really tedious, but I find it very like calms me down, helps with my nervous self. <laughs> yeah, art in general is kind of tedious depending on what you do. That's true. Yeah. I feel like artists are used to monotonous, you know, things. Yeah. Uh, I have a quick question. Um, What kind of um, commissions do you like to do the most? Like, is there a a subject matter that you like to paint the most? Um, My, the stuff I do for myself that I turn into prints if I like it enough um, Mm -hmm. is mainly women. And I, do an- <laughs> and I do Lovely. animals also. Um, but commissions, since I only offer uh, portraits, pet portraits and landscape, I'd say I like to pet people's cats the most because I'm just a cat person. And my cat's literally on my lap right now because she's my child <laughs> and she never leaves me alone. I had to kick my cat out. Well, not like out of the house, <laughs> like out of, out of the room because she, she has a bell on her collar. And she was so loud. Every time I try to record, uh, like for the podcast with her in here, she's always like, you know what? I was sleeping all day, and now I've decided that I'm gonna run in circles and make so much noise. <laughs> My cat was scratching at the door because she'll do that if I shut the door behind her. She be like, let oh. me in. <laughs> yeah cats definitely for commissions (laughs) cool i always have like the hardest time like drawing cats for some reason i don't know why cats are like they're like my hand they're like hands to other people but for me like it's cats (laughs) Cats are like my thing that i can't draw and it just sucks because i love cats but they always come out looking so weird when i draw cats Well, if you want someone to paint your cat, you know who to go to. I love painting them. <laughs> what does your creative process look like? Oh, man. Pinterest, uh, Instagram. I save a lot of like other people's uh, art on Instagram. I use the save button a lot. And lately, I've been on a really big Star Wars kick because uh, I watched all the movies with my brother, and now I'm kind of like, I've always liked Star Wars, but like I've rewatched them and now I'm like oh, I'm obsessed with it. So I've been doing a lot of <laughs> Star Wars fan art. Uh I go through phases, honestly. But uh Pinterest is the big biggest one. So I'll go and whatever's inspiring me and whatever I'm into. And uh, I'll use a couple references. I try not to use one so so you're not like completely recreating like the same photo and just mainly watercolors like I said I do other stuff I do gouache um I'm not as good with gouache or acrylic but uh usually watercolors but yeah that's that's about it do you do any uh do you do any thumbnails like before you start or do you just like just get right into it oh no I'm I know that some people do that um and they also like will test like their colors and test this and I just kind of like slap paint on the paper and hope for the best honestly I'm kind of impatient uh compared to a lot of artists I'm sure I'm I'm if it doesn't go well then I'm like uh it wasn't meant to be it wasn't and then I try a different thing (laughs) I totally get that though I'm one of those like (laughs) absolutely insane people I don't know why I'm insane I didn't even know I was insane until I read a tweet about it and everybody was like yeah those people are crazy but I'm one of those people that does a sketch and like carves their line work out of the sketch does no one else do that apparently that's like not something you're supposed to do but like I'm talking like okay digital art right 
you do like you have your sketch layer i just carve my line work out of my sketches is that really not like what you're supposed to do that's, that's what, what i do I thought that's what, okay I thought that's what everyone did i don't know dude you dude see, you okay. do a little sketch first i don't know <laughs> If I can I, find the tweet, I will link the tweet. But I I saw a tweet and somebody was like, oh, you know those crazy people, those insane <laughs> artists who who sketch and then they carve their line work out of their sketch. And I'm like, that's crazy. I've been doing that forever. <laughs> like, oh <my> I <laughs> well, I don't even do line work. Um, I will do the sketch and then paint it uh, and the sketch will be the line work and then I'll kind of uh refine it with colored pencils over that oh yeah that's interesting that's cool that's how my uh that's how my high school art teacher told us to do it she would always tell us not to to do thick lines um and for a while I listened but now I just now I just don't really care anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah I kind of hate lining stuff uh, it's really not fun. And I try to go for, I'm semi-realistic. I try to make things look as flowy and organic as possible. And when you add like black, stiff, like line art, it just makes it look less organic. And I don't know, it kind of just takes away from the artwork. It, it, not everybody. I think like if you're going for that style, then you should. But in, I use black colored pencil and like other colored pencils for lining but uh I don't know it's too bold for me man <laughs> I totally get that though everybody has their own vibe that they're going for nothing is like right or wrong you know exactly if I ever say it's not for me or I, I don't want to offend people like Ugh, I hate line art just for me like don't for worry other people about- <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about offending our four listeners um- <laughs> One of them is my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> oh man, one's my mom. I think I think my dad stopped listening around like episode six <laughs> or no, with seven because that was the episode he was on. That's probably when he stopped listening. <laughs> um, hey, no. we just do this for fun. <laughs> on all yeah, seriousness, it's just for fun. It's just for fun. <laughs> Realistically, though, we do have more than four listeners. To to be fair, <laughs> let me check our analytics. I'm pretty sure we have like. 40 that's <laughs> not, not much better but it's fine it's okay it's I feel good. that way with everything that I do like I don't really <laughs> have like a big Instagram following and I I make YouTube videos and I I get some views sometimes but like it's just kind of like one of those things where I know like it's probably never gonna take off but I just kind of like do it anyways to make myself feel yeah. productive. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm doing something with my life. <laughs> I mean, for for me personally, it's not about how many pe- people like are seeing what you're doing. It's about like enjoying the process and creating something that you're really proud of. And, you know, me and Diane like our podcast. We listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm not yeah. ashamed. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. good to have a, an outlet, you know. Exactly. And, you know, if- if you ever need someone to collab with on YouTube, I also have a YouTube channel. Well, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> Mine is uh, very inconsistent, but it exists. So <laughs> I go through some waves to like where I'll be like, okay, I'm doing once a week and then I do it for a couple months. And lately I haven't uploaded in a while, so... There are some people who watch it and they're like, well, I've been waiting for you. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> if I know that, I would have done a lot more videos. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, what inspired you to go into a creative field? Oh, uh, well, I've been drawing and ever since I was little, I, well, let me start off with this. My brother used to draw a lot. He doesn't now, but uh, I would want to like be like him because he was old he's older and he would do like really good stuff and like the adults would be like wow Ryan you're his name's Ryan you're really good and I'd be (laughs) like man I want to be like my brother and I want to draw so I'd like you know try to draw like him and be like him and he kind of like trailed off from that and uh 
I've just kind of stuck with it. And even when I wasn't like drawing and painting, I really liked crafts and like art. Just, I don't know. When I was a little kid, I just, I, I dug it and then I continued to do it. <laughs> nice. It always amazes me like how many people start off as like artists and then just like randomly one day just stop. It's like crazy to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I can't. I I always I'm I'm that person that's always like, man, I hate art. This is stupid. I'm never doing this again. And then three days later, <laughs> I'm like sitting there with nothing to do and I'm like twiddling my thumbs and I'm like, normally I would be drawing right now, but I quit three days ago. And then I just kind of break <laughs> down and just start doing it again. That's like I don't understand how people can just quit. I want to know their secret because I would love I would love to just quit. Because it makes my Jeez, Kate. So <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's true, though. It's true. I mean, not not that I want to quit. I just I want to know how they do it without, like, you know, yeah, being, like not you. have anything else to do. Not that <laughs> art is bad. It's just you know, I don't know. Haven't you ever been like, I want to quit. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I no. I actually I completely understand. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling that way. I've been feeling that way recently, actually. So I get. Totally get where you're coming from. I feel like everybody, everybody that does art, I mean, goes through those phases of like, man, this makes me feel so bad about myself. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Which we addressed in our last episode, and you should not feel like that. But <laughs> I feel like everybody at one point or another does. I don't know. I feel like also when I go through like mental, um, downs you know where I'm feeling like really anxious and depressed like I do not want to paint during those times and uh that's probably one of the big reasons why my brother has uh ultimately hasn't done paint hasn't drawn or painted in years because uh everybody just goes through a lot of mental you know highs and lows yeah, I think it's definitely difficult to stick with too because it, it's 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 so unfortunate that art is just not like a respected field and it it really should be because like in my opinion to be an artist like you have to be like a very strong person because of the way that it's viewed. You know what I mean? I just think I like I like to get people's side. It really I doing this podcast has inspired me so much to like, you know, kind of branch out with my artwork and do things that I, I you know, haven't done in a while or do, don't normally do. And I don't know. I just I feel like I like to hear people's perspective on how like they were able to stick with it um, and not quit especially when you have people telling you that you're going to starve to death because artists don't make any money and you have people telling you that it's not a real job when it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. So how do you, how do you handle that? Do you have any advice for people who are just starting out whose family is like, Oh, you're going to be an artist. So how are you going to make money though? Like, what are you going to do for cash? <laughs> Cause like, I hate that. I hate that. I hate hearing that. I hate what well, I, hate I would tell people to follow their dreams, even if you have to do it on the side. I'm in a situation where I'm very lucky. I'm married and my husband um, makes uh, most of the money in the household. Um, I do make some, like I said, with my art, my commissions and stuff like that. But like I, I'm, he supports me a lot uh financially and just in general he he wants me to follow my dreams and uh yeah so I'm in a very different situation from what a lot of people would be doing but if you have a like a normal job just um make time for art on the side is what I would say and then eventually um start selling it and then see where it goes yeah that's good advice yeah, super cool that you're able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very I'm I'm not in a very traditional like setting. So I feel like people like like you're you're very talented. And so people who like are meant to do something, like it just happens for them. You know what I mean? Aww. Like so I don't know. 
maybe it's just me being like the universe always has an answer dude i feel like that all i feel like that all the time you you have no idea like everything in my life kind of just like aligns like moving to florida for instance we moved down here two weeks before the pandemic hit and we found our house right before lockdown happened so yeah everything just kind of i don't know i feel like somebody i'm not like christian but i do believe in a like a the universe you know looking out for me I, I i do feel that way but thank you i appreciate the compliment uh what qualities and skills do you think a good artist should have honestly this is going to sound out of left field but if you really want to uh market yourself you kind of have to have a level of being social mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm a really social person. I can talk to anybody. Like if you want to go and do shows and try to uh get yourself into galleries and like just be really involved in the local art scene, you kind of have to have, you know, some social skills to, you know, make friends and get people to know you so they know art because a lot of famous artists aren't really known for their art and only they know the person and like their backstory so like for instance my favorite artist is van van gogh and he's known for his backstory which makes his art meaningful so i feel mm-hmm. like if you really want to be successful people don't wanna have to know your story uh particularly but like to know you makes your art more desirable i have an unrelated comment um <laughs> so have you um have you heard about the Dolly exhibit that is opening what day it might be tomorrow actually seriously uh the know. it's opening um at the Dolly Museum uh they're having like a Van Gogh exhibit um, so <gasps> no yeah it's not his real art but it's so friggin cool dude okay so they have like his art on these like huge like screens and oh, they're projecting the it onto the floor you sent me? yeah so i sent it to diane already i'm very excited oh about gosh. it i'm actually yeah, it looks really cool i'm going on december 3rd um Fun. i already planned it <laughs> but basically it's it's meant to be like you can go inside of a Van Gogh painting kind of and they're interactive. Oh so it's like on these big screens and they're huge. It's so cool. It's insane. Thank you so uh, much for telling me that. Yeah, yeah, you saw it this time. I think they're putting it or they're opening it, it sometime in November. It might oh, not man. be the 11th. I feel like it's the 11th, but I could be completely wrong. But I was looking up. Yeah, at some point in November, uh, it's opening and then I think do you have to get tickets yes you have to buy them ahead because of covid they need to count how many people are going to be there but uh thursday and friday nights the dog i see i'm literally i could be a docent for this place dude i've done it so many times (laughs) but um on thursdays and friday nights tickets are 1250 um but if you go like during the day during the week um when there's like less people it's uh it's $25 a person. Oh, so I'm kinda... totally going. Oh, that's not bad. It's Yeah, it's not bad. I'm going when it's cheap because <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited to go. I can't wait. I love uh, I love Van Gogh's work and like the idea that it's interactive. I don't think a an art museum has done anything quite like this before. So I just think it's, it's super I'm cool. I'm so excited now. Oh, dude, I've been wanting to like do something because I don't like leave the house usually. <laughs> but yeah, I want, I'm definitely going to get tickets. You should send me a link to it like on Instagram or something and I'll I'll I will my... do that. I'll also uh for anybody who's listening, I'll I'll pop it in the uh the episode description um when I post the episode so that um anybody who lives in the Tampa area can see it or anybody who wants to visit Tampa. I don't know why you would want to do that right now in the middle of Tampa, but um, everybody does you, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> have you seen yeah for sure have you seen finding vincent i think that's what it's called but it's the the painted Mm -hmm. movie where like 
each scene is painted by different gorgeous yeah I love that yeah I just I watched it the other day um I think it was right after I guess this wasn't really the other day it was right after our Vincent Van Gogh episode came out Diane Yeah, oh, somebody yeah. asked me if I had seen the movie, and I hadn't, so that was my first time <laughs> watching it. They were like, you did a whole podcast on Vincent Van Gogh, and you never have seen that movie? And I was like, no, what is it? And they were like, it's on Hulu, watch it, <laughs> you weirdo. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, I, so I watched it. <laughs> I like the Doctor Who episode of Van Gogh. I don't know if either of you have seen that, but I, I freaking love that episode. <laughs> I have have. seen the clip. I've seen the clip. I'm not a huge. uh, I don't think I've given it a good enough chance, but I, I have. um, I've seen the clip of like a YouTube segment of that. (laughs) I definitely know what you're talking about. Uh, You feel such sympathy for Van Gogh, and I feel like yeah, he struggled with mental health as like a lot of people do. A lot of artists, uh, particularly, Uh, that would be a good. Uh, episode for you guys uh mental health and um artists like yeah that's a good idea we mm-hmm. have an art therapy episode but i don't think anyone listened to it because <laughs> <laughs> i know i listened to it and i think i think i have an s an educated guess that maybe possibly diane listened to it but i don't know if anyone else <laughs> has. but we have an episode on art therapy that's kind of about mental health and artists um mm-hmm. and see. I think that's it. We have hot tips, which talks a bit about mental. Oh health. yeah, D- I I named that episode "Hot Art Tips." Are you proud of me? <laughs> I love it. I know <laughs> it's so great. When I when I it, it's such a good episode. Honestly, if yeah, I'm being I actually real, really enjoyed that one. I did a lot, and I'm hoping that other people like it too, so we can make part twos, part threes, part fours, because there's so many. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, in my 21 years of existence, it's such an I, important subject. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that artists, because you know, people see artists and especially like when you're an artist as a child oh my god I feel so bad for all the kids who want to be artists when they grow up because they're gonna get bullied and like I'm not (laughs) trying to like like I don't know I don't even know be a downer I'm not trying yeah yeah I'm not trying to be negative but it's just like people make fun of art kids all the time and I'm an adult art kid like still to this day that's why (laughs) you know we have this podcast about art because I'm literally like still an art kid even though I'm an adult person with like a job in the art field and like I do art things all the time but I just feel so bad because I don't know especially when I was younger they do suck. I just like <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, no. I have flashbacks to like being in middle school and people making fun of my anime that I drew. <laughs> so freaking mean. Um, <laughs> trust me, I understand. I, I was an oddball out of really? high school. All all artists are a little weird. Oh, I'm pretty weird That's too. True. Just a little. <laughs> there are a lot of artists who are like regular people, but a lot, a lot of them. Like, for example, another. See, we keep tying all our episodes together. People are gonna think this episode is so meta, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it's really weird. Takashi Murakami. <laughs> you you saw the uh, the video? Do you know who Takashi Murakami is? Shy? No, I don't. He's a guy. <laughs> That's uh, cool. He's yeah, he's a Japanese artist. We did um a couple weeks ago. Uh we did an episode on him. Um and he basically um he's a Japanese pop artist, essentially neo-pop. Oh, I think I know uh, I think I might know who you're talking with about. With the flowers and the happy faces. Uh, yeah, um, I watch this YouTube channel called uh, Yes Theory, and if they know them, because I think they've done videos with him, then I know him. But if not, then never mind, I don't know. <laughs> he uh, he collabed with, who did he collab with? I don't even remember. We did a wasn't whole episode on this. No, it wasn't Gucci. No, it was, um... it was Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He collabed with Louis Vuitton, and um, yeah, he's just weird. <laughs> 
in the best way possible. I'm when I say weird, I don't mean it to anybody as an insult because I'm pretty weird. But like, he's just example of of artists who are just kind of odd. It's just yeah, just something, something else interesting. <laughs> yeah, when I was. It- Fun fact about me, when I was in high school, I used to be really into, uh, if you know what furries are, and I would do like furry art. It's kind of like OCs, but do you know what that is? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had friends in in middle school who who did that, and now um, I won't mention them by name because I don't know if they want me to so I won't <laughs> but um they uh they're just really really good at drawing animals now just really yeah. good at animals like when I say really good I mean like in incredible yeah just really so, like, good at drawing animals but yeah the, yeah. yeah I used to be really into that hey, when man, I was you, in high you gotta school. get started somewhere yeah and I I got made fun of a lot for that um I don't, I'm not so into it now as an adult. It's more like a, a kid thing in my opinion. There's a lot of adults furries, but I don't know. I kind of grew yeah. out of it, but uh, I got made fun of a lot for that in high school. But, Funny uh, thing. It's a good opener to mm-hmm. the art world. There's a lot of artists in that community. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, I know, who do I know? It's a friend of a friend. I don't really know this person, but um, apparently- that's where the commission money's at. Yeah, like, really. In that that type of that genre of art, if you're willing to draw some uh, some interesting uh, interesting things, I interesting was not explicit in, content. Yeah, I was not into <laughs> that part. Just just so you know. Yeah, I'm saying though, if you're willing to do that for money, mm-hmm. you can make oh, yeah. so much money. Is, it's is an what expensive. It's an expensive. People pay fandom. top dollar for for that kind of uh that kind of content oh yeah so or so i've heard it's an expensive (laughs) fandom because like you have this character um your fursona and like you want art of it like on badges for um conventions and then people get like fursuits which cost like thousands and thousands of dollars but yeah it's great for the art world uh that's actually what got me uh really into art is like i was like i i have a first time i have a character and i'm gonna draw her and all that and now people have just like ocs for everything like sonic ocs and shrek ocs stuff like that these crazy kids nowadays (laughs) (laughs) yeah because kate and i were just talking about like what gets us what got us started in art and for her, it was comics, and for me, it was cartoons. So it's really, it's really interesting to know like where a person started from, you know? Yeah. Well, my brother started uh, me and art, but when I was a teenager, I was really into that. But you guys have any OCs? Because I know it's hot with the the kids nowadays to have bunches of OCs. Do you have any OCs? Not, not original really. characters <laughs> if you if you don't know what that means oh yeah no, sorry we probably we probably should have defined it yeah, oh, yeah. no that's kind of how i feel about it too when i was in high school people were like oh that's an oc and i was like what and they were like you drew a girl with blue hair and i was like well yeah and they were like so what's her name and i was like i don't know girl with same blue hair. like I just drew same. Her because i felt like it i don't I don't know That's kind mean. of how I feel. Yeah, I never really got into the whole like character thing. I loved, um, I loved animated like stories, animated you know art and stories. So, but I, I yeah, I never really got into the whole OC thing either. So I, I totally get where you're coming from. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who do, but the the only time that I can ever really get like super into a character and like giving a character, you know, all that kind of stuff and things like names and all that garbage yeah effort is when Mm -hmm. uh and this is really the only time that I can think of it and I still like love this character to death is um again when we were at Ringling's uh pre-college program where we me and Diane met um I had a visual development class and we had to like like that was our assignment was to like come up with characters and designs and like visually develop ideas and um one of the uh one of the assignments was to um to it wasn't really like 
how do I how do I word this? It wasn't like well like a well written question. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was just like mm-hmm. uh, it just said like we all got like pulled prompts, and the prompt that I got just said elephantine beast of burden. And I don't. Do you remember this? Oh Diane? yes, I do. <laughs> I remember. And I wanted to do something really good because this was our final assignment before we like all left and like the class was over and we went home and I wanted to do something really good. And I was like not really having any ideas because like other people in my group, because we all like we we cycled the uh, prompts. So everybody in my group had already done it. And like they had all drawn like these big, beautiful like beasts. Um, that were just like these giant like monster like things and all this stuff and I was like you know what not all beasts like have like this like beautiful like aesthetic and their their burden is not that so like my beast of burden his burden was like himself he just sucked (laughs) and he (laughs) It was like this big, like just depressed, like slimy, <laughs> ugly, like monster, and he was just constantly eating. And I even designed like so he, him, right? This big, like like morbidly obese monster that I just made. Um, and I drew like his brothers and his like little like the little babies that are all the same type of beast, like they were all the same species. And they were all big and muscular and, like, scary looking. And he was just, like, slimy and, like, fat and round and just, like, was so giant that he, like, couldn't move because he was just too fat. And, like, I even designed, like, these little um, – this makes no sense because obviously he's, like, in a forest and his brothers are, like, we're going hunting. And he's, like, can I come? And his brothers are, like, no – gantor elephantine beast of burden you can't come but um (laughs) yeah i designed like these little like unhealthy junk food snacks that like on the bag it was like twigs and rocks leaves and (laughs) stuff like that but it was like junk food and like that was like his meal and like uh i just i love that character and i'm so mad because i left it at my high school art class and never I lost it. I asked my art teacher. I still email her to this day. And I'm like, did you find it yet? Because I will drive all the, I don't care. I'll drive all the way out there and pick it up from you. I just, I need it. And I really, (laughs) I hope you still have it. And she's like, Kate, we don't have it here. And I'm just like, well, I didn't throw it away. So I don't know what happened to it. Cause last time it, I saw it, it was in your classroom because I turned it in for extra credit. So (laughs) she stole it. (laughs) She fell in love with the elephantine beast of burden. <laughs> She'll never let you have it. No, I'm, but yeah, that's the closest thing I have to an OC, and it's still uh, Gantor the elephantine beast of burden is is very near and dear to my heart, and that's yeah. the only thing that I have that's that's close to an OC. But it's not really original <laughs> because other people had to draw the same thing, and yeah, but yeah, it's original. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I guess Gantor is original, but I'm saying like the prompt is an assignment so not really an original (laughs) character but a character i made and that i have a slight obsession with because i think he's me on the inside (laughs) so yeah the reason i bring up the whole oc thing is uh i have a sister who uh also it's kind of funny because my sister really is in art and my brother used to be really in art so i guess it's like a sibling family thing I guess kind of we kind of like grew up into it towards mm-hmm. destiny but uh I don't, I'm not in much contact with her now but uh she's younger and that's what her and all of her art friends do they just do OCs all the time and I guess it's like hip with the kids nowadays it's what they do all the time <laughs> is draw characters together it's definitely an art kid thing I know a lot of people who do ocs and that's like their thing that they do i don't know for sure i guess i just i just i don't know i'm obsessed with like making pieces for no reason other than just i think this is gonna look cool there's no meaning behind it oh i'm i'm (laughs) I'm with you there definitely Mm -hmm. same i'm actually painting right now while we're talking (laughs) because figured why not might as well instead of staring at the wall (laughs) 
Yeah. How many more questions? I feel like we keep getting off topic. This is going to be a really. Are you serious? No, it's all good. I'm out of questions. You got through all of them? Oh, heck. Yeah. It's a good thing we've been here 45 minutes. This is a very interesting uh, episode. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, usually it's it's not very linear, linear. Usually it's it's more of like a linear podcast, but this episode has not been linear. This episode, I feel like we've drawn a circle today. Thank you, everyone. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's ended in the at the perfect amount of time that we uh, strive for every single time, right around forty five to fifty minutes long. Uh, thank you all yeah. for coming. <laughs> oh, I, I I have a more question actually, but oh, okay, perfect, perfect, um... okay. So if you could give advice to your younger self as you're just, you know, starting a business or just uh, give advice to a younger artist who wants to kind of follow in your path and your footsteps, uh, what advice would you give them? Uh, Try not to stop painting for really long periods of time, because if I I've, I've gone like maybe a year without drawing or painting when I was really young. But I feel like if I would have kept going, I would be at a level right now that would be, I don't know, amazing. And I wish I hadn't have done that. So if you really want it, uh, don't stop. It's going to take time. But you, all good things come in t- come with hard work and, and time. So don't get frustrated. And don't compare yourself to other artists. Um, everybody's on their own journey and you don't know how much time other artists have spent to get to that level that you, you know, everybody starts at the same, you know, starting line, you know, and it just, it's just a matter of how much do you want it and how much time and work are you willing to put into it in order to get to where you want to be. And if you stop, you're just backtracking and that time that you spent not doing it, you know, imagine what you could have done with it and where you could be now if you hadn't have stopped. That's what I would tell myself. That's crazy. We're mirroring our last episode. We really are. <laughs> we, we said the ex- literally almost in the exact same words. I'm not wow. even kidding. I was picking out keywords as you were saying it. We, <laughs> we said that in our last episode. Like, mm. man, that's insane. Yeah. Wow. What a nice circle we've drawn today. I, For sure. <laughs> which mirrors the circle that we drew last Monday. Thank you, everyone. Yes. <laughs> now we have two circles and we can make eyes <laughs> to see into. What? <laughs> okay. Ne- next Monday. I don't know. I'm just, it's weird. It's just crazy. We keep, I don't know. I don't know. It's cool though. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> So there's only so many important topics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess we covered them all a while ago. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't know. We have a lot planned. You want to talk about oh, yeah. that, Diane? We don't usually talk about what we're what we're planning for the podcast for the future. And now oh, that man. we're uh, nearing the end of uh, this episode, um, did you want to speak on? Some yeah, of our... what do we have planned? We have everything planned. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know, Kate. What do we have at all? <laughs> More episodes every Monday, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> Well, we have the you are going to do the Pollock episode next week, right? Are we still doing? Yeah, that? I've met. Yes, I. Yep, I, I'm going to rent the <laughs> the movie and watch it. Um, cool. just because I just love that movie, and I urge anybody, um, anybody else to watch it because it's actually one of my favorite movies that I watched as a child growing up. Which probably I should not have watched that as a child because Jackson Pollock was a very not good person. Oh. I enjoy him though. I like Pollock. He is not a Picasso. He is just he is a victim of, of alcoholism and I feel very bad for him, but he did a lot of not very good things. But he also helped the United States uh and the Cold War. So there's that. <laughs> Which I will explain yes. next week. <laughs> In the next episode. In, on the next episode of Artwise, we learn how art ended the Cold War. <laughs> Because <laughs> via confusing Russia by painting things that they didn't understand quite yet. 
Yeah. Anyways, that's what I have planned. What do you have planned, (laughs) Diane? What's your next episode going to be? I have something so cool planned. You'll just have to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Great. Okay. Anyway. You know know what famous artist I really don't like? And I might get people offended. But uh, Andy Warhol. um, I used to live right next to Pittsburgh. And I went to the Andy Warhol Museum. And literally, it's just scribbles and like, screen <laughs> printing. And he, he literally traced, like, I don't I don't know, I, I feel like what he did wasn't art. And I know that's like a that's like a hot topic. Me crying looking up at my Andy Warhol poster that's in, on the wall in front of me right now. <laughs> If you really hate Warhol, you should take uh, check out Roy Lichtenstein, my least favorite <laughs> artist. Um, he literally stole comic panels from other artists and got millions for it in the 60s. Yeah. Yay. Well, Andy Warhol, after I went to the museum and was so confused about why he was famous, I, I did some research on him. Apparently, he put like on a, a show for people, like if he would go to interviews, and you can watch it on YouTube. He would, wouldn't talk. He would have his, like, posse talk for him. And, like, he would be like, if, if you don't understand my art, then you you don't understand art in general. Because, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It was back in the yeah. 70s. Everybody just kind of pretentious. On, yeah, everybody I, was on drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, whoa, he's a genius. You know what I mean? And I, I'm probably going to be very unpopular for this, but uh, that's just my opinion. No, uh, dude, everybody hates good. Warhol. Everybody hates Warhol except for Caitlin Merriman, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I recognize that I have an unpopular opinion about an artist. I have many. I hate Picasso. Everybody loves Picasso. I hate Picasso. Picasso's a jerk. He did nothing. He's useless. Bad. He's a bad man. <laughs> But I just enjoy Warhol. I think uh, I know, like, I, I recognize and I acknowledge, like, that, yeah, he wasn't the, the best person in the world. He was not very nice, kind of weird, a little scary, and uh, debatably copied other people's art. But I I like him. I, I just really like screen print. Screen print is a big part of my identity as an artist because I worked at a print shop so I I respect that and I just enjoy looking at his artwork I like I, it. <laughs> yeah. I think more specifically why I don't agree with him is like he even has said this like he do, he does not put any emotion or like a lot of time into his work and I feel like that's what really makes art special is like you it's a piece of you you know what I mean? Like, you created something, it's like a thumbprint. No one else can ever try to recreate the same feel because it's it's mm-hmm. you. And what he did was, you know what I mean? He he didn't put any time into anything that he did. Like, it, Picasso would throw, you know, paint on a canvas and call it art. I don't know. The difference between real art for me is did the artist care? Because if you didn't, if you didn't care, then why should other people? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's a solid point. I mean, everybody yeah. has like the right to define art in their own way and like yeah. whoever they like. Um, you know, like you know, for example, Picasso uh, tortured women and called it art. Uh, who's to say? <laughs> that Warhol. No, he's literally. I I hate Picasso, but. <laughs> we're not here to talk about that today i don't um, i don't i don't know if i have of him very well <laughs> yeah i did a whole episode on like his mistresses and among other things and then uh jennifer came on and informed us about some other unsavory things he did so there's apparently <laughs> a lot that uh there's a lot to to learn a lot of artists were not good people i think the most uh the most famous ones weren't good people and i think that's how they got there which is unfortunate but you know yeah i think andy put on a show and people like i like i was saying previously when you know art you know the artist and like people would be like whoa he's so crazy and weird and like if we I don't get it but I do you know what I mean it's like one of those like you you don't get it you're not smart enough to understand art I I I don't like that it's like elitist you know what I mean like yeah 
You gotta I understand will be for the people. Yeah, I don't like elitist art, like where it's like you gotta be fancy and you gotta have money and I don't know. I don't appreciate that. I actually, I, just, I have a, yeah. <laughs> I have a Go story. Ahead. I have a story about Warhol. Um, so, uh, we have enough time for a story, right? Diane, did what? what oh did, yeah. What were you gonna say? I was okay. just gonna say just, I was I. No, you can go. <laughs> okay. So this is my story. Okay. So as you know, I'm a Warhol fan. I I do enjoy I enjoy his art. I think I I like it. I like how it looks. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. You don't have to agree, and I'm not mad if anybody uh, doesn't agree. But uh, uh, where I'm getting with this is I was wearing a Warhol T-shirt, a picture with Warhol's face on it on a shirt and it said Warhol really big at the bottom and I was at Walmart at 3 a.m. buying hair dye um don't ask why I just was (laughs) and so (laughs) I was at Walmart and I was with a friend um uh, again who I won't name because I don't know if they want that and I was at Walmart at 3 a.m. and I was wearing my Warhol shirt okay now that we've got got that down uh this man came up to me a uh, very flamboyant man, and he like tapped on my shoulder and was like, "Excuse me, ma'am." I was like fourteen, okay. So he was like, "Excuse oh. me, ma'am," and I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I couldn't help but notice that you have Warhol on your shirt," and I was like, "Yeah, I love Warhol. He's great." And he goes, "Absolutely not. He is not great. I met Andy Warhol when I would. Uh. He was like an older man. He was like." When I was a youngin, I went to the club with my friends, and we see a bunch of suits walking. And who was it other than none other than Andy Warhol himself? And I was such a big fan of his work, I wanted to get his autograph. So I walked up to him, and he did this in my face. He went, <sighs> and he walked away. He is so rude. I I want you to take that that shirt and throw it away when you get home. And I was like, okay, wow, I believe that- it. <laughs> it's, it's a real thing that happened to me. I remember laughing so hard with my friend after that because we were so confused. But it was an interesting story, and I'm glad I got to hear it. And if that guy is listening, uh, thank you for sharing. I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh my god! I've heard similar things on the internet about Warhol, but like I said, he's got like a posse, and like they talk for him, and because he's too cool, and you don't understand him, you don't understand art, and I don't know. Pretty crazy people, right? <laughs> yeah. I think you gotta be some level of ridiculous to be that famous as, as a warehouse. Yeah, like to get attention. That's true. I mean, didn't Dolly like bathe in chicken blood or something? We can talk Sounds about like that him. in another episode. It does sound like him. I'm pretty sure that was a thing that happened. He did some weird stuff, but yeah, artists are weird people, especially the famous ones. Mm-hmm. That's how they get famous. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. Did anybody have anything else to add? We're slowly approaching an hour. I'm I'm good. Yeah. I feel like I got off subject of what (laughs) I do as an artist. (laughs) We were talking about other people. This is no longer an interview. I might have to change the name of it to uh, just talking (laughs) to you. Talking crap about old artists. (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, well, did you want to go ahead and um, plug all your stuff and let all of the, the people know how they can support you and support your art? Sure. Um, I have a YouTube channel. If you like videos, it's Shy's Art Studio. I have a website that's shysartstudio.com. If you're interested in purchasing uh, any art from me, such as prints uh, or custom art, that's on my Etsy shop Shy's Art Studio and I'm most active on my Instagram which is Shy's Art Studio. Um and yeah that's that's about it. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um as I always say, um if you have any friends who are super into art or interested in art, please let them know about the podcast because we're great to listen to while you're working on art. 
to get those creative juices flowing and to inspire you with other artists and their experiences. So that is really great and we would super appreciate it and it would help us out a lot. So if you could just recommend us to our friends, that'd be awesome. And as I always say, five stars on Apple Podcasts, please. (laughs) Pretty please. Um, um, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that that's pretty much it. Is there anything you wanted to add, Diane? Thank you to our guest Shy for coming on. Oh, I think yes, we had of a course. Pretty, pretty cool podcast. Yeah, well, it was interesting to say the least. Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was very different from our other interviews, and I I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I hope I did a good job, and I hope I don't make people mad. You're was... perfect. No, okay. trust me. I don't no. want to make people mad. <laughs> No, our first episode. No, you won't. I promise. Our first episode was about how much I hate Picasso, and it was just me complaining for an hour. (laughs) So don't even worry about it. Like honestly, and people love Picasso. People get so mad, but no, you're fine. Like, don't worry about it. No one's gonna get offended. You have every every right to your opinion to hate Warhol. I feel I uh, get myself into trouble sometimes because I say things. I do that too. It's okay. This is, why, this is why we have a podcast. Because this is the platform to make people mad if you really want to. Is that how you get famous on podcasts? I don't know. Uh, we'll let you know Just when we find make out. Mad. <laughs> I hope. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, Appreciate thank you it. For, thank you for coming on. Uh, this was really fun. Same. All right. uh, Well, bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.